Today I'm here with Darcy Terry, who is Sparks to Sparkles on Instagram. And thank you, first of all, for joining us here today, Darcy. It's so nice that you've taken time out of your day. I really want to know about your career change because I think that's that's really inspiring and just to see someone take their first career and come into construction. So what was your first career like and what made you want to change careers? Um, so I was in a marketing company. So I would work in the studios. It was like, I would compare it to project management. So I was kind of like a traffic manager. So any of the um, design jobs that would come into the studio, I would be the point person from the accounts team. Um, and then I would distribute the work to the designers that we had in studio. Um, I was always working in Toronto and living in Toronto. And it just got to a point where um, I think it was too expensive. I'm a single mom. So I wanted to start to think about a career that I could support myself and my son. Um, so I had heard about a grant that the Ontario government has called the second career grant. And I never thought that I would actually have the, it had like very specific requirements to be able to qualify for this grant. So I had heard about it before and I was like, oh, it'll never happen. So skip to me deciding to leave Toronto and try and find work outside and not being able to find anything and ending up back downtown. There was a, an animation company that I was working for and they ended up going into receivership. So it's kind of like a bankruptcy. There was like 500 employees that were laid off. So I had to take a contract position, which was exactly the like the parameters for this grant. So I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take some time to look into what I want to do. Because um, in, in high school, it was never, I never have really had time to think about what I wanted to do. I always kind of fell into my career and just kind of grew that way. And it was nice to actually have time to sit down and research. There were so many jobs that I was looking into as well. And it was like, I'd looked at a stenographer, <laughs> like, I think I was thinking about doing, um, like working at an old age home. And then my, I was talking with my mom and her friend's son is an electrician and she was just telling me how much money he makes. And like, I was just like, ah, I should just be an electrician. And then that kind of sparked the, like, why not? Why can't I look into construction? I always love to work with my hands. Um, so I started looking up stuff online, researching, and just seeing so many women in trades and just getting so inspired that way. Um, so I decided to go for it and I was able to qualify for uh, the grant. And they, uh, so they basically paid for my pre-apprentice and they paid for my, my living and childcare. Like it was an amazing opportunity for sure. And, um, I, I had talked with other electricians and just was like, do you think I should do the pre-apprentice? And they were like, if it's being paid for hundred percent, like do it, but you don't really necessarily need it because you can, you're going to be doing on the job training anyways, and you're going to be doing in school and, and on the job. Um, but I was in this pre-apprentice for electrical. It was actually, um, I was looking at also at carpentry, but I, 
I think I had seen so many women in electric in electrical and I was like, I, I'm really into this. So here I am in the union. <laughs> working hard. And electrical is it's a really cool career. I've always been really fascinated by it because it is very intricate and there's a lot of details that go into electrical. Yeah. It can be very dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm a very creative person too. So I think there are ways of bringing that in too, like with, with all the, like the conduit runs and doing your panels, like you can make it look nice. So I, I can kind of bring that side of me in too, I think. That's a, yeah, there are some pretty panels out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a weird thing to say, but there are. I know. It's like, ooh, that's so pretty. Yeah. Well, the wires are like colors and I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but back to the pre-apprenticeship program, yeah. if you had to go back and do it again, knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. would you still do the pre-apprenticeship program? Would you recommend it to other people? I think all depending on a person's situation. I think because I was a little bit older and hadn't been in school for a long time, um, I'm going to be 38 this year. So it had been a long time since I had sat down and done math and science. And I didn't really do a lot of that in, in high school. I went, I had in my head, I was going to be a graphic designer. That's what I wanted to do. And so I took more of the arts programs. So I think it definitely helped me now I think um maybe being in high school coming out of it maybe not I wouldn't recommend it because you're going to be doing that in school anyways but if you are not confident in your math and science or just even being on a job site I think it was it was good to have that so I could come into a job site and and know a little bit of the terminology and and what's going on yeah, it helps when you, you're able to look at something and you're doing it, but also realize the theory behind it. Yeah. And just that application can be very helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so down to the nitty gritty, <laughs> because, because I think this is something that I was very curious about and I know a few other people were as well. Yeah. When you made your career change financially, how, how difficult was that for you? Was it something that's doable? Is it something that, you know, was very well I imagine it was hard no matter what you're learning a whole new thing yeah Um, but how did it play out for you so I was able to move back home with my parents and so a little bit of my financial responsibilities are taken care of I mean it is hard like your I was going from like a management role to basically back down to minimum wage so I think on a a first year salary as a single person, it it could be hard. Um, But I think the end goal and what I know, like where I know I'm going to be, it makes this worth it. And it's like every year your paycheck does increase, which is good. Like you, like if you're in a, um, like when I was in the studio, it's like, I have to ask for a raise and those raises are, are not, as substantial as what I'm going to be getting each year of my apprenticeship. So like each year um, I'm with the union. So it's like a weekly pay schedule. So each, each year they say your paycheck is going to increase by a hundred dollars. So I know that by the time I'm in about third year, I should be able to support myself. So that's 
like it, it was hard for sure. But I think having the support system, I was able to do it. And, and I know by fifth year, I'll be good to go. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of nice too that you know exactly what your pay is going to be, you know, throughout your apprenticeship yeah. as well, because yeah. the union does have standardized rates. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like when you're in another career, it's like, I don't, you never know what it's going to be. And so, yeah. It's pretty nice. What made you choose the union over going non-union? Um, I, safety was one of the number one things. Uh, the resources that the union has, like if I, while I'm doing my schooling, if I need tutors, they have those type of resources. Um, and then the brotherhood and sisterhood of it, I think I really enjoy. Um, I think with non-union, it would be maybe hard to find, um, like being a woman in the trades. I think if you're at a company and there's no other women there, it, it's harder to find that camaraderie or that sisterhood and just someone to talk to about what you're going through at work that understands. So I've been able to meet a few girls in my hall. So once COVID is hopefully over and done with, we'll be able to start having like a monthly meeting and and just more of a social aspect, which I think is really good and important for sure in the trades. It is because sometimes you can go like job site to job site, and not even see another woman out there. And I it's know. nice to have somebody like understands your struggles because they're going to be a little bit different than the guys. Exactly. So it's yeah. Nice to have that, like you said, camaraderie on site. Yeah. So I was watching your IGTV, well, your Instagram stories as well. And I saw that you got to work with Shannon right now. How's that yeah. going? It is awesome. It's, uh, it's real. Like I was supposed to end up at a, another job site and I wasn't able to go to that one. And we had, like, we talk all the time, like every day we're, we're chatting just to have like another female to talk to about being on the job site, like you said. Um, and we were just like, I feel like there's a reason why you didn't get that other job. And then I checked the job board and I messaged her in the morning. I'm like, are you at the Bridgewater? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm bidding on this. And I was so close to the top. So I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get it. Like it was, it was really, really good. So as soon as I got my call, I called her and like, when I talked to the guy at dispatch, he's like, wow, you're super excited to get to work. I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. It's great. So we don't work directly together. We're on two different teams, but I'm able to see her at break time and lunch. And we did work together a little bit today. We had some cleanup and organization. So we did get fun stuff. Yeah. Like I'll see her going up the elevator and always nice to have someone especially someone you know is fun yeah so you did mention something there where you said you're bidding on jobs so in the union is that is that kind of how it works you're bidding on each job that comes up for work or yeah so um so basically when I did my intake once I got accepted then you go on a list to start your like to get dispatched out for your first job so it's all like um uh, like everyone gets a number. I think when we did the intake, it was based on our scores from our aptitude and interview. And that determined where we were placed on the list. So I was on the list for about a year before I actually went out on the job site. So I started my apprenticeship January, 2020. Um, 
And so when I finished this job, so I got my layoff at the end of the, um, at the end of the job, and then you go back on a list. So then every day we check, there's a job board and you can bid on those jobs. So you don't have to bid on it. You can wait if there's, if you don't see a job that you, you're really interested in, if you wanna try and find one that's a bit long-term. Um, but basically I think it's, I think it's determined based on how many hours you previously worked, where you would fall on that list. So if I, because I was there for almost a year, I think I was a bit lower on the list, um, but it was, um, so I think I was off for about three or four months. Okay. And through that time, um, just go explain that as well. You do go through like the EI process there. Yes. Yep. yep. So you're so, getting something during your layoff as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then my son was home anyways for homeschooling. So it was kind of a good time and Christmas, it was like, I had Christmas off, but then I got to, it's like, you're on the list. Like, like I was off work for a month. I'm like, okay, this is good. I can do some stuff. I can organize. But then I was really like, I'm ready to go back to the tools and because then it's it, like, oh, my apprenticeship is based on hours. So I wasn't getting like the pay was not even my concern. It was more my hours that I was losing and not wanting That's true. to take. Yeah. It just adds time to your apprenticeship length to the longer you're off. And... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully I can stay on for a decent amount of time now. You've got this. I've got it. So one last question that I want to ask before we wrap things up is what would your advice be to a woman who's looking to change careers and would you, would you recommend your industry to her? I, I love what I'm doing. I have not been happier. I mean, I didn't like, I wasn't unhappy in my other jobs, but I've never felt, I think the confidence that I have now in like, when I can accomplish something and when I, when I'm struggling and then I can finally get it. And I think that feeling is so amazing. Um, it's, it's, it's something different though, being on a job, like a construction site, there's something like everyone's working super hard, but there's just that, like, I can't even explain it. Like I, there was one day I was working outside I think it was like, it was winter time, but like, it was one of those winter sunny days. And I had to build this box for, um, just to cover the wires we had outside running from the building. And I'm like, I was sitting there hammering and I'm like in the sun and it was, I'm like, this is what I'm getting paid to do. Like, it's crazy. Like I'm like the, like the physical part of it too. And like, just staying fit and seeing myself grow. Like those little wins are just so amazing so I would I would definitely like if if anyone is thinking about it just to reach out to anyone like there's so much there's so many resources on Instagram and so many women that are very open to talking about their jobs and um, I think just doing that research if you are kind of thinking about it and I think you'll get very inspired to get into it like me and that's that was how I kind of came about to that so amazing and like you said about research too I know you mentioned your the grant that you took which is sort mm -hmm. of the changing uh it was called second career second career 
And I know there are also a lot of different grants in Ontario, at least um, when you're looking at getting into electrical apprenticeship, carpentry, plumbing, like gas fitter, anything like that. There's a lot of resources available. So do make sure that you're looking into those. Yeah, um, sorry, the um, uh, like there's a lot of programs too, I think for women in construction to do like the the pre-apprentice that I was at, they also had a women's program where they actually did carpentry plumbing uh and electrical so you had a little bit of each trade so you could kind of see which one you were interested in because I feel like I would like I was like oh I want to do carpentry but then I started in electrical and it was just a fit that's really cool I didn't know that yeah that would be an awesome program just to go even try out yeah so awesome uh before we wrap up Darcy is there anything you'd like to add um I think just with, with my journey, I think I had a point where I wanted to give up and <clears throat> I think just having that drive and, and pushing through and don't give up, it is kind of a hard industry to get into, but it's worth it to put in that time if we don't get discouraged and just keep pushing. Exactly, you always have your bad days, but the, day, the wins on the construction site are exciting because not only are you winning, but everybody else is kind of excited that you're excelling as yeah, well, which I yeah. really love. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So thank you again for coming on my podcast. I can't wait to get this up and I'm going to link all your information below. So if anybody's interested in checking out Darcy, just check out the link below.